Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 17 of That's What She Said. Today in Philadelphia, it is balls hot, uh, but I have turned off the air conditioning and the fans so that there is no ambient noise for you. You are welcome. <laughs> Today, uh, we are talking about all the lovely and wonderful things that come with finding your voice uh, in really uh, practical, practical ways. So the Find Your Voice series is apparently not done yet. I mean, I thought it would be, but my brain is just not over it. So as you go about finding your voice in business and in life, there's this big thing that happens, and I call it the if-then complex. I'm sure it has a scientific name or other people have come up with it, but here's the thing. If I admit this, then I have to admit that. Uh, and it's really scary, but it's how you recover your voice if you've gotten away from it for a while, where your voice equals your true self, regardless of what we call that, right? So if I admit that my marriage needs to end, then I'll have to pay all the bills by myself and I'll be all alone. I'll have to cook my own meals and take care of the animals and I'll probably get depressed and tired and gain weight and eat like shit and it will be terrible, right? So if then, or at least, you know, that was the case for me. Yours might be completely different. But on the other side of admitting the if and the then, when you're all aligned with what's true for you, when you admit to what you've always known, but you just didn't want to say out loud, there is peace, there is movement, there are expansive ideas, and there is crazy ass freedom like you have never known. What is it you know, but you're afraid to say out loud? You don't want to have a business. You want a bigger business. You want a second kid. You don't want any kids. You want a bigger house. You want to sell your house and travel around the world. Your marriage is over. Actually, you want to get married like yesterday. Your relationship needs to end. You want to start a relationship and delete Tinder from your phone forever. You want to go full-time with your business. You actually want a regular, steady, corporate, not business job. You're an artist. You want to go back to school. I don't know what it is you don't want to say out loud, but I know there's a whole world of awesome on the other side of it. If you feel like you're close to saying it and you could use some help, I would be happy to do a podcast that gets you all kind of out and about and talking about these things. Just email me, brandcamponline at gmail.com. Tell me what you don't want me to know. Tell me what you're trying to figure out. And perhaps you'll show up on a future episode. Cool? So say it, all of it. So along the same line as if then, but a little less dramatic, there's stuff that we typically avoid saying because it's slightly unpleasant or it seems too good to be true. 
at either extreme, we shut down, we round our edges, we tamp down our thoughts, or we otherwise decide that it's too much to share with other people. So just say the things. You don't have to say them on your website or out loud to other people. You can just say them to yourself. Say the things. Like you really hate, there are things that you really hate. Say them. For example, you might really, really hate uh, condescending people, long lines, stop traffic, the Jersey Shore, anything being sold based on fear, scarcity, lack, or panic reading on a Kindle, cooking, saving receipts. Those are the things I really hate. Makes me insane. Um, what do you really hate? And are you doing any of the things you really hate in your business? Which is the more important question. If you are, fucking stop it, right? <laughs> like, stop it. Outsource it, get rid of it, change it, tweak it, make a plan for phasing it out. You don't have to stop it in the next 10 seconds, but you do have to be conscious of when you bring the energy of I hate this to your business, other people can feel that. You can't just naturally turn that off, and so it's going to affect things. Also, I need you to say what you really love. Like, I really love recording podcasts, unless Hermione is barking and then I want to punch her in the face. I really love bookstores. I really love Bravo TV, whale watching, the beach, working outside, and being in the front row at concerts. Expressing what you really love gets people to say, hey, me too, in a way that they won't if you aren't expressing an opinion strongly. Expressing your taste and your taste alone is the perfect fodder for social media when you're all, uh, what do I say? So you aren't just simply self-promoting every time. Share your favorites, give other people and brands the spotlight because they're your favorites or they make something really cool and love on what you already love. So the necklace that you wear every day, where is it from? Who got it for you? Tell a story. Can I get one just like it? Times a bajillion and you're well on your way. So that was where things get kind of warmed up but here's where it gets interesting my favorite part of my business is and then you go and you say what your favorite part of your business is for me it's writing getting paid to write running around with words and making them into new shapes like poems and paragraphs and chapters and manifestos and greetings and questions so lots of different ways to write and I'm playing with all of those uh, in my next book so it isn't just like paragraph 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 right my least favorite part of my business which you should admit to yourself, my least favorite part of my business is figuring stuff out. For me, that looks like uh, how and when to hook people into buying what I offer. I'm naturally fairly convinced that what I've made has value because I work my ass off at it, but writing a sales page or outlining the details of what's included for the type A peeps out there kills me. Likewise, like how do I launch Calling to the Deep with a challenge or a bunch of free content, a downloadable chapter, or I don't know. And then my asshole brain kicks in and says, you should have this figured out by now, right? Only of course, every book I make is new and it's different and so it comes into the world in a new and different way. I'm still figuring this out. So these two questions, what's my favorite part, what's my least favorite part, help set the tone for planning your next few months. If you're actually really tired of doing thing X, make space for doing something different instead. And if you're loving thing X and you wanna do more of it, keep going. Your calendar is not set in stone and you're allowed to layer in more of your good ideas or the work that's really feeding you as the year goes on. The way that I plan my calendar is really simple. It's I have to make this much money every month. How I do that is flexible. The amount of money I have to make is not. So as long as I'm hitting my income goals, I am a happy camper. 
Yours can be that simple. You don't have to make it a big fucking deal about how you get to the numbers that you want to get to. You just have to get to those numbers so that you can, you know, eat. The next finding your voice exercise, super simple, is push-pull. Push and pull is the basis of any good brand. The stronger the voice, the stronger the pull. So if we go to the mall, I go to the mall with Doey, and I walk into a Kate Spade store, I feel like I've come home. Doey walks in and she's like, whoa, this is overwhelming. She walks into Eddie Bauer and takes a deep breath and looks around all happy, and I'm like, bored, like so bored. Okay. So both of those kind of everyday at the mall brands have really strong push and pull about them. That's what you're going for too. If your website looks like everyone else's and your work looks like everyone else's, you can't help but feel like everyone else to people looking. No push, no pull, no magnetism, no reason for your peeps to get on board with what you're offering. In baby steps for push-pull, tell your people who they are. So you, you are an iPhone-carrying, book-loving business owner who gets bored by doing things the traditional way. You'd really love to express yourself more through your business and your art, but that process is intimidating. Also, that hasn't worked out so well in the past at some point, and it's scary to consider what could happen now with the, your business. Next, once you tell your people who they are, tell your people what they want. You want someone to help you dig out the good, interesting, and otherwise valuable bits of yourself and then put them forward in your business. Hell, you wanna know what those good, interesting, and otherwise valuable bits are. You wanna know what to do next and how to do it without having to subscribe to a seven-step formula, plan, prescription, or system because you don't actually believe in those things and you know they aren't gonna work in the long term. And then you're gonna tell your people how you can help. Not in the recommended way, but in your way. Find Your Voice is all about doing this hard work in person, digging deep, asking tough questions, and then using the answers to rewrite all your web copy with what you find. It's less than a grand until August 1st. It's on the island of Oahu because Hawaii. Hanani's coming to cater the meals, and she grew up in Hawaii, so there'll be like a hybrid of healthy and Hawaii. Uh, I've got some press surprises lined up. We'll have a grand old time and a big sleepover house. And if you're all, ooh, 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 me, I want to come, freaking email me. Uh, we can figure out a payment plan or creative payment system or however it is you'd like to get me money. But don't let money be the reason that you don't come if your heart is all like, fuck yes, I want to go to the Find Your Voice workshop. Okay, So you can check it out on the blog today. Uh, you can email me if you'd like further help or you have questions. There's also a point at the bottom of the page where you could do that. And uh, it'll also be hitting your inbox a little later this week. So please check out Find Your Voice um, and just consider that these exercises could be super helpful in getting you to the next place where you're expressing yourself and your business. See, so the if then, uh, say it, just all of it, just say it out loud uh, and then admitting your favorite parts and least favorite parts and planning accordingly in your business, and then working on push-pull, telling your people who they are, telling your people what they want, and telling your people how you can help. Those are really challenging things to do. They're also really worthwhile things to do. They are truly remarkable ways to bring people into your business without exerting a lot of effort and without feeling like, oh my God, I'm just on this endless wheel of like systems and formulas and prescriptions and none of them feel quite right. That's because they aren't yours. We find ways to make things yours. Uh, 
So I am reachable at brandcamponline at gmail.com, facebook.com slash brandcamp, or at kkelp, K-K-A-L-P, at uh, Instagram. You can contact me via any of those forums, uh, and we will get you to find your voice in Hawaii. Thanks so much for listening. I don't know what's happening next week. I have a plan. That doesn't mean that I will be sticking to the plan. Um, If you are in a place where it is balls hot, I wish you air conditioning. And if you are one of my peeps in Australia... Just appreciate the cold and cool because it is so nice right now. Okay, guys, I will see you next week. Have a good one. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do Everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine, while quietly, or not so quietly, scream-sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.